Next on BYU Sports Nation, South Beach for the holidays. Reports have BYU in Florida for the inaugural Miami Beach Bowl at Marlins Park. The commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, Mike Oresco, joins us live to discuss why BYU is the right fit for a brand new bowl game. Plus, ESPN College football insider Brett McMurphy on the Cougars' bowl game inclusion and how BYU fits into the ever-changing landscape of major college football. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts... Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on your TV and radio. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Hello, Tuesday, April 29th. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the number one fan of Don Johnson's white pants, Jerem Jordan. That's not true. Wherever and however you may be joining us, certainly good to have you with us. I'm the number two fan, and it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, last track. Boo. Have you ever been to Florida? I've never been to Florida. No. Never? No. Okay, I have been to Florida, but not in December. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it if that's the case. Road trip! <laughs> Road trip! <laughs> you have seen all five seasons of Miami Vice, though, how, no. right? No, I'm aware of what it is. I was too young to appreciate it. Whatever. Uh, college football meetings happening right now in Dallas, Texas. A lot going on right now, especially on Twitter if you're following the college football insiders. One of which is Brett McMurphy from ESPN who will join us to discuss... The news he broke yesterday on BYU's bowl game, still waiting for the official announcement on that, Uh, but BYU appears to be headed to the Miami Beach Bowl. And other things going on there include Tom Homo, Joe Shad uh, tweeted that Tom Homo wants to discuss with SEC Commissioner Mike Slive, try and get BYU in the non-conference scheduling, Mm, because right now the SEC has said they're going to have eight eight games, uh, conference games, and then one against the Power Four and Notre Dame. BYU not included in this. The, the lines are being drawn in the sand, and they continue to be drawn, of who's in and who's out of the possible subdivision or super conferences. BYU appears to be a little bit on the outside right now. I don't understand why that is, given the national branding and the backing it's from ESPN that they have. because they're not in a conference, have. and they're not Notre Dame. Notre Dame's it's not in a conference. Simple. But they're Notre Dame, man. They're Notre Dame. What? BYU is not the Notre Dame of the West. I'm not, I'm not saying that BYU to is be the that. Notre Dame of the West. I'm They're, not saying BYU's that. BYU is trying to be a, a power in the West. But guess what? You have to win double-digit games every year and have a year where you have a one-loss or a no-loss season, and then you get taken seriously. Does BYU have a national brand? Yes. Yes! But they're not in. They're not in right I'm now. I'm just saying I don't, I don't see a scenario where BYU is not included with the quote-unquote I'm not talking about boys. the future. I'm talking about right now. BYU's if they... Where's the line drawn? BYU's not in. And this worries me. This is the, and this is a big discussion. We'll focus a lot on the bowl game today uh, that BYU appears to be playing in. Uh, and we'll talk to the American uh, commissioner, Mike Oresco, Brett McMurphy. So big lineup for us today. But the bigger topic that we'll address later in this week, no doubt, is where does BYU fit in the college football landscape? We'll, a- we'll ask Brett McMurphy what he thinks. Did you think that BYU would be this well off this far into independence? I don't know what I thought this far. See, I I, I had no idea. I did not anticipate that it would be as good as it has been for BYU. I didn't think there'd be a college football playoff this soon. I mean, things... And college football changes so quickly. Like, BYU could be in a conference by the end of the year if they felt that they needed to to do that. The, The question is, what conference? We'll ask Brett McMurphy, 
What conference, if BYU was invited, is the most likely scenario? Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and get involved with your opinions on today's Twitter question. What was your initial reaction to reports of BYU football playing uh, in the Miami Beach Bowl? I love it. It's new. Listen, BYU's not going to have something in like the Fiesta or the Rose or whatever. So if you can just get an attractive, interesting bowl that's on TV, is in an interesting place, is in a warm place. Granted, you want the opponent to be really good. So if it happens to be the champion of the American, that's somewhat enticing. Uh, is it sexier than like the fifth pick from the Pac-12? I don't know. I'd kind of rather play Washington than Houston. Uh, will it be a repeat this year? I mean, what BYU's if that playing... team is ranked though in the American? What, what if they're not? What if that's a ranked team? You would would you play a ranked team in the American over a fifth place team that's not ranked in the Pac-12? I'd always rather play a ranked team, but will that team be ranked? Like Louisville's gone. Central Florida was the team last year, but they lost Blake Bortles, Storm Johnson. They named their defense coordinator today, by the way. Central Florida. Did. It depends on who the team is. It yeah. really does. Like, but, and do you want to repeat a game? I like the bowl setup. I do. I do. I. I just hope that the matchup is awesome. It depends how that team from the American does. It depends how BYU does. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. Okay, it is official. BYU has now officially accepted a bid to play in the inaugural Miami Beach Bowl in December. There we go. Of the 2014 college football season. Okay. So the reports came out yesterday. It has now been made official uh, here on BYU Sports Nation that the Cougars are headed to Miami in December. Will Smith loves this. It takes BYU to a part of the country they've never really been that often. Like they, they don't visit Florida very often. Great opportunity to play in a resort city. Great for the fans. Over the holidays. How you can, can you, wear your white pants on the beach. I can wear my white pants right now. <laughs> How can you not be at least a little bit excited about the prospect of going to Miami in December? Like, Look, come on. I don't know what the realistic expectations are for BYU fans for bowl games. I think that the Miami Bowl is a good fit. This means that of the next six years in this new college football playoff uh, era, that BYU now has three of the six years locked up with bowl games. The other two, 16 and 18 in poinsettia. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. South Beach Holiday Party. As we mentioned, BYU football will play an American Athletic Conference team in the newly formed Miami Beach Bowl at Marlins Park in December. As of 10.05 a.m. Mountain Time today, it is official. BYU Athletics confirming that the Cougars are headed to South Beach for the holidays. Joining us now from the college football playoff meetings in Dallas, Texas, American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco. Mike, great to have you with us on BYU Sports Nation. Why did the AAC view BYU as a formidable partner in this new bowl game? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Is this Jerem I'm talking to? This is Spencer. Jerem is sitting to my left. Great. Spencer, thanks for having me on. Uh, You know, again, we're we're really excited about about having BYU in the game. Uh, There's just so many good reasons for for having them. And, uh, you know, again, they're trying to find some some, pretty much guaranteed bowl slots, assuming they win the requisite number of games, which is uh, pretty likely in view of the, the nine straight bowl games that they've played in. But uh, we're just delighted to have them in the game, and I think it's going to be a great experience for them and their student-athletes. We're still waiting on some more information about it, but can you tell us what day it will be? 
You know, Spencer, uh, we're we're working. Uh, you know, we're likely to do a TV deal. You know, with ESPN, we haven't you know finalized everything, but uh, in, in terms of the date, it's it's likely to be a few days. You know, before Christmas. Uh, you know, maybe three or four days before Christmas, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, we, uh, it's definitely going to be before Christmas. I can tell you that. And whether it's the the twenty second or twenty third or or twenty first, it won't be later, obviously, than the twenty third. Twenty uh, second is an ideal date. You know, we're, again, we're talking to uh, to uh, ESPN, and again, I don't want to uh, you know presume things, but sure. we you know we've obviously been working with ESPN on this. Uh, we haven't you know announced anything or finalized anything, but uh, it, the Miami Beach community uh, certainly uh, feels that that's the, the opportune time for the game, and it'll be uh, obviously very successful uh, at that time of year. Commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, Mike Oresco, also a member of the College Football Playoff Management Committee. He's in Dallas, Texas at the College Football Playoff Meetings and on BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. In terms of an opponent out of the AAC, Mike, uh, what can you confirm for us as to who BYU will match up against? Well, I can't tell you precisely, uh, Spencer, but it'll be one of our good teams. It'll be one of our our top teams. We're we're obviously, we have a lot of flexibility. Uh, Obviously, if... uh, if our, our uh, champion uh, is the highest ranked of the five conferences, Conference USA, uh, Mountain West, uh, MAC, and Sunbelt, we would go to the college football uh, host bowl. Uh, we also are obviously going to try to have that team compete for one of the four playoff slots. It uh, won't be easy, but, you know, as you know, we've had some success on the field with sure. uh, UCF winning the Fiesta Bowl, Absolutely. and we've got some strong teams. But it's our top team. You know, we're hoping that that's where they go, of course, because that would obviously mean we've been successful. But uh, if the champion doesn't go there, uh, we potentially could have the champion in the Liberty Bowl. But other than that, we have pretty much wide scope. Now, from from two through six, we have almost complete flexibility as to where we want to put a team, with the caveat that uh, we do have a a backup arrangement with the Liberty Bowl, that if we are in that game and we would be playing either Big 12 or SEC, they could potentially have our our number two team. I don't want to get into too much detail. Sure. You know, it's probably inside baseball for some of the fans. But <laughs> the point is, we have the ability to send a really good team to Miami Beach, and that's what our intention is. We want BYU to have a really good opponent. There are three teams uh, on BYU's schedule already from the American Athletic Conference. This is part of uh, a relationship that will go three teams in 2015 as well, Cincinnati in 2016, East Carolina, newcomer to the conference 2017 and 18. Is there, uh, fear is the wrong word, but will you try and avoid uh, a rematch of BYU against a team that it plays this season in Connecticut, Houston, or Central Florida? Well, yeah, we, we would rather not have a rematch, yeah, no question. And, and again, we'll have to see how things shake out. But, you know, we're, we're really pleased that, that we are playing BYU as many times as we are. I mean, this is a, we, we view this as a real positive. On the other hand, you, you would really like to avoid, you know, a rematch uh, at this point. And, and again, based on, um, you know, past history, you, you're able to figure that out. But, uh, yeah, we're very excited. I mean, they go to UConn on, uh, on the 29th of August. And, four months and from today. Yeah, four Yeah, and they months. had a great game with, with Houston last year, the one-point game. Yeah. Terrific game. Houston's going to be one of our stronger teams. And, then of course, UCF was our champion and probably will be, uh, again, right among our top few teams again. Uh, so in, in the future, you know, East Carolina, Cincinnati, Tulane, you kind of appear back on the BYU schedule. We'll work with Tom Holmo to do even even more games. I was with Tom last night here at the meetings. Uh, he and I are old friends, uh, so I, you know, there's no reason why we can't you know we can't do more. We think BYU has a certain synergy with a lot of our schools. Uh, we, we play at a high level of football. We play in good markets. 
Uh, we play attractive, you know, attractive schedules, and I think BYU would find all that attractive from their end. Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, is on BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Mike, you're at the college football playoff meetings in Dallas, as you just mentioned, uh, talking with Tom Homel, BYU, uh, the athletic director at BYU. The Cougars are in an interesting place in independence and a part of this now it seems like everyday shifting landscape in, uh, landscape in college football. Where does BYU fit in from a national standpoint in your perspective? I view BYU as a national team. I always have. Uh, I go back a long way with BYU, uh, programmed a lot of their games in my days at ESPN and then occasionally at CBS. Uh, Dr. Samuelson is, is an old friend as well. Uh, you know, BYU is a national program. They've, uh, they've distinguished themselves over the years. They have a national following, a huge following. Uh, they're one of those brand names that, that everybody knows. Their program over the past 40 years has, uh, I, I, check me if I'm wrong, uh, fellas, but I think it has more wins uh, than anybody but Nebraska, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. That, that's, that's right. They're tied, tied for fourth the last 40 years. Yeah, and then been in the top 25 and you know, 31 of the past 40 seasons. You know, obviously won the national championship in 1984. Obviously had all those great players. I remember doing a Miami-BYU game when I was at uh, ESPN, Ty Detmer, the game at Miami. We're coming off a championship loss to BYU early in the season out there. Tremendous game, one of the really great games that I think ESPN televised in that era. BYU has everything that you, you, you'd want. They, they have the, uh, the program has just been consistently successful. But there's, there's more to it than that, in my view. Um, BYU has – the relationship with BYU is very valuable to us because the, the university has the right values. It's got great people. Uh, the competition has always been first rate. Uh, the stadium is beautiful. The, the town, the university, everything about it is 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 great for us. And and we uh, we're just pleased that uh, we have this relationship. And uh, they mean a lot to college football. They always have. You're right. They're in a unique spot as an independent. Uh, not that easy to be an independent these days. But they've done a really good job working with ESPN to develop some good schedules. Mike Oresco, Commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. Great to have you with us. Thanks for the time. And I'm just going to say this. If at any point you want to include BYU in the Bahamas Bowl, uh, I think we would welcome that as well. Well, have Tom give me a ring. <laughs> but, uh, no, again, thank you, Spencer and Jerem. Really appreciate it very much. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Up next, he reported the news first yesterday and joins us to make things official. Well, he, he kind of made it official, but as it's now been made official, Brett McMurphy, college football insider for ESPN, is on BYU Sports Nation next. Plus, some other news and notes you're not going to want to miss. What's BYU's record in Florida all time? And there's a new BYU director of football operations. That's all coming up on BYU Sports Nation simulcast live on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU Radio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app simulcast on BYU TV. Hey, baseball plays the three-game series starting Thursday with Gonzaga after they play Utah Valley tonight. Watch all three games with the Bulldogs and Cougars Thursday at 8 Eastern on BYU TV. You can also listen on BYU Radio. This is one of the juicier Tuesday shows we've ever had. Bowl game news, college football, meetings going on. We just spoke with uh, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, Mike Oresco, about 
the Miami Beach Bowl. Insightful stuff. They don't have a date set. They're looking at December 22nd. There's not a team like the champ or the number two. It's now official, though. That's the thing. The, the bowl game is official. As, right. as announced on BYU Sports Nation at approximately 10.05 a.m. Mountain Time, it is official. The man who first reported that game uh, and broke the reports yesterday is ESPN College Football Insider, Oklahoma State alum, Brett McMurphy. He's on BYU Sports Nation. Brett, welcome to the show. BYU against the top-tier AAC team in Miami. In your opinion, why is this a good fit for both of these, for the conference and for BYU? Well, it's, I think it's certainly good for BYU because, as you talked with uh, Mike Oresco about it, BYU's in a unique situation, is an independent, and basically Tom Homo has to go out and get you know these bowl deals as early as he can. And, uh, you know, to be able to get the Miami Beach Bowl, uh, you know, I think it's a good bowl. It's a good location. As you guys mentioned, BYU hadn't, hasn't gotten down to this part of the country much. Um, if, if I added it up right, I think this will be the seventh appearance UCF game. This year will be the sixth trip to Florida. Um, and I think one thing that's, that's interesting that, that uh, Mike kind of um, didn't mention, but as far as your opponent in the game, you know, I think the better that BYU is, the better opponent that you're going to get. Yeah. If BYU comes into this game at 6-6, six and six, then the, the American is – you know, not as inclined to pair you up with one of their better teams in the league. However, if BYU comes in at nine and three, ten and two, whatever. Certainly, they want to pair it up, pair it up with a better team from the American. So it's almost as much on BYU as it is the American on who their opponent will be. The unfortunate thing is, and I, I agree with Mike, and no no conference really wants this unless it's a last resort. You don't want to rematch. So hopefully. On BYU side, you know UCF and UConn um, do not have, uh, you know, are not potential teams for this bowl game because you cer- certainly would not want a rematch unless, you know, it's it's a clear cut. You know, BYU came in at nine and three, ten and two, and you got a nine and three, ten and two UCF. Then you would have to do the rematch, but obviously they would prefer not to do that. Brett McMurphy of ESPN, who broke the news about the Miami Beach Bowl, is live from Dallas at the college football playoff meetings uh, today. We'll get to that stuff in a moment, Brett. But is this one of the better situations for BYU in a bowl game as an independent? Well, yeah, because when you look around at all the, you know, there's 39 bowl games this year, but wait, there's 40 next year. <laughs> yeah, so unbelievable. 50 the year after that, yeah, so. But the point is, all of these bowl games are contractually locked in with all these conferences. 20 of the 39 pit the Power 5 teams against each other, and then you've got a number of the remaining 19 bowls that also include Power 5 teams against other conferences. But my point is, every one of these 39 bowl games have conference tie-ins. So to be able to cut a deal with a conference to allow BYU to take that spot is not easy, and it's huge. And basically, Conference USA was supposed to play the the American in the Miami Beach Bowl this year. Conference USA actually purchased the Bahamas Bowl. I heard you guys ask about BYU down <laughs> yes, there. Yes, please. You need to call, <laughs> call Britton Banowski with Conference USA to set that game up. <laughs> but so basically, the American, BYU, and Conference USA worked out a deal allowing Conference USA to lose their spot in the Miami Beach Bowl that would allow BYU to get into this game. And when you look realistically at the bowl games that BYU or Army or Navy, because they're in the same situation, could get into, yeah, I think this is one of the one of the better 
locations for them. It's a brand new bowl. You know, it's in a baseball stadium. It's a great location. Uh, I know Mike mentioned the dates. The, the two dates I've heard is December 20th and December 23rd. Obviously, nothing's official yet, but it will be definitely, um, you know, anywhere from two to five days before Christmas. That's that thing, that's set in stone. It's just figuring out specifically what day. Brett McMurphy of ESPN College Football Insider is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we asked Mike Oresco this, and, and I'm interested to get your take, Brett, is where is BYU's place in the now it seems like constantly shifting landscape of college football? Where do they fit in from a national standpoint? Well, I've, I've been asked this before a number of times, and I want to start it out with do not shoot the messenger because I'm just <laughs> telling you what, what – what people tell me, and, and this is the reality. And, and I think a lot of BYU, I was out there a couple of years ago when you guys moved it yeah, moved to uh, day, being right? an independent. Yeah, I thought it was a great move. But literally the, the instant after BYU made that move, the entire college football world changed. And every, a lot of things have changed. And, and to be very bluntly, BYU is not in the Power 5 conference group. Yeah. And Notre Dame is. And so you're kind of fighting an uphill battle. And you know, it doesn't mean you can't succeed. It just means you're not going to get as much money as the Power Five schools. You're not going to have as as many opportunities. So that's always going to be tough. Obviously, if BYU could ever get in a Power Five conference, then I think they would take that over being an independent. That's a speculation on my part. I'm not. That's no inside information. But just from the basic uh, finances. You'd have to do that. You've got, you know, the ACC, the Big 12, all these different conferences making over $20 million a year in media rights. You know, BYU's making, you know, a, a ballpark four or five a year. That may, may be a little bit more or less than that. But, you know, that's, that's similar, or actually it's a little better than some of the other non-Power 5 conferences. So, unfortunately for BYU, they've got to hope that there's more shifting as far as conferences because that's the only way they're going to get in to a power conference, and they're kind of in a same, a similar but different situation as UConn. You know, UConn's in the American. They they tried to get to the ACC. They couldn't. The best hope for the BYUs and the UConns of the world is that the Big Ten decides to go to 16 schools because then I believe the SEC will then react, and they'll go to 16, and then I think the ACC goes to 16, and then you've got the Big 12 who could lose teams to any of those conferences trying to beef up their their league, and so I think by those dominoes falling, then in some way, somehow, I think a UConn or a BYU would then get into those Power Five leagues, because I believe once you know Jim Delaney pushes the button um, and gets to 16, and then the resulting shifts are made, I think that's it. That's the last time we're going to see all these musical chairs, and it's going to be set, and then I think you'll see a bigger split between the Power Five and non-Power Five. And I don't know if if you're not in a non-Power 5, if you're going to be able to compete with the Power 5 on a long-term basis. That's kind of a long-winded answer, but but that's how I see it. ESPN's Brett McMurphy is on BYU Sports Nation. What's the most likely conference that BYU would get invited to if that expansion happens again? Well, obviously, geographically, which used to matter, and it doesn't really anymore, but you would obviously have to look at the Big 12 and the – in the Pac-12, and I get, you know, questioned on Twitter, you know, pretty much weekly about BYU to the Big 12, <laughs> and I 
you know, I talk to my sources, and I keep getting the same message. If the Big 12 is going to do anything, they're going east. They're not going west. And that upsets BYU people, and then I'm called a lot of, uh, you know, <laughs> adjectives and so forth and so on. Um, but, again, keep in mind, you know, if, if we go back 10 years, would the ACC have ever thought they would have Louisville? Would they have ever thought they would have Pittsburgh? So, you know, just because what appears – um, to be the best-case scenario now or seems the most likely scenario now, there could be other factors that change the whole dynamic on the board where all of a sudden if the Big 12 wanted to go east, but now all of a sudden the Big Ten's up to 16, the SEC's up to 16, and now they're like, you know, hey, we've got to get more teams or we're going to dissolve or the pac is going to grab some teams and go to the Pac-16. Then all of a sudden, you know, well, we didn't want – BYU back then, but now we really need them to help us out. And an example is UCF in the Big East. USF in Tampa did not want UCF in Orlando in the Big East. They were in Conference USA because they were afraid it would hurt USF. They're located about 90 miles apart in Tampa and Orlando. However, that changed when the Big East, you know, broke up and splintered and the American created their own league. And so, you know, basically – the Big East slash American went from not wanting to put UCF in to, hey, we need these guys, and it turns out UCF is, is now one of the top teams. Brett McMurphy, ESPN College Football Insider on BYU Sports Nation, giving great insight into where BYU fits into the national landscape of college football. He also broke the news about the inaugural Miami Bowl, inviting BYU to participate sometime in late December. Brett, I want to ask you about one of BYU's emerging superstars, Taysom Hill. Uh, He's a guy that the Sporting News has ranked as one of the top 15 college football players in all of America. When you look at Taysom, what kind of a chance does he have to make national noise as a quarterback? Well, he definitely has. Uh, you know, I think he's already made national noise. I mean, I think he just scored against scored again against Texas. So, <laughs> you know, he's uh, he, he's just a tremendous player, and we actually did a um, you know NCA just passed that new rule about a 15 yard penalty for hitting a quarterback below the knees in a passing situation. And I was on College Football Live with Trevor Maddox of uh, BYU fame. Our homeboy. You know, I even I mentioned that you know. I think this rule is going to be difficult because you have a lot of quarterbacks that obviously run the ball and throw the ball well. I mentioned that, that Taysom's one of the few um, players in the country last year that led his team in rushing and passing. So he's certainly one of the premier players. Um, you know, obviously with any awards and recognition, whether it's fair or not, it, a lot of it depends on how well your team does. You know, if, if BYU is, is ranked and and doing well, then he's going to get a lot of attention. And if BYU's, you know, floating around the 500 mark, then he's probably not going to get a lot of attention. Is is that fair? No, but that's the reality of it. But I I think he's a, he's a you know tremendous player, and and certainly got a chance to watch a couple of the games last year on TV, and and I was very very impressed. ESPN's Brett McMurphy is on. BYU Sports Nation, I want to go back to what you were talking about, conference realignment and, and whatnot. Of the teams that are available out there for expansion to some of the Power Five, as you mentioned, where does BYU fit among those teams that are attractive to the bigger conferences should realignment happen again? I mean, it's, it's like one of those, those charts where if you answer yes or no, and then you go, it takes you to a different question, and then you answer yes or no, and it takes you to a different <laughs> Sunday, question. Sunday play being it's one real- of those questions? Well, it really depends on what teams are moving, okay? Because, 
right now there's not going to be any movement. If, if nobody does anything in the Power Five leagues, they'll stay this way. The Big Ten will stay at 14. The ACC is at 14 and a half. The Big 12 will stay at 10. As much as people want them to get to 12 schools, they have no reason to go to 12 schools if nobody else makes moves because there aren't two schools out there that they can add that would add value to their conference per team. They would add value to the conference, but the, the slices of the pie, if you will, would be smaller. So you're making less money by adding two schools for the Big 12. Yeah. So they're not going to do anything. The Pac-12 is locked in geographically to get any to 16, and ironically, they were almost the first conference to get to 16. I think what could happen, and BYU fans should keep an eye on this, Maryland obviously has a lawsuit against the ACC. They don't feel they have to pay the full exit fee to leave. They're going to the Big Ten. If Maryland can get out of paying the full exit fee to the ACC, I think that the Big Ten makes a run at two more ACC teams. And then if that happens, pardon my French, but all hell breaks loose. Because then <laughs> yeah. you're going to have the ACC scrambling to, you know, to add back to their conference. I think then the SEC feels forced to get to 16 because the Big Ten is now at 16. Again, where, where are the SEC going to draw teams? They're probably going to look to the ACC. They could look to the Big 12. Now, keep in mind, all of these different leagues, except the SEC, have kind of rights which basically mean if you leave your conference, you don't lose your future TV revenue. It, it stays with your old conference and doesn't go with the school. It's very complicated. Hmm. A lot of people believe that this cannot be enforced in a court of law. Of course, nobody's challenged it yet. So if you had all these moving parts, then I would think the most likely situation would be the, the Big 12, if they lose somebody to the SEC, where the Pac-12 would would look to BYU. I don't I don't think the Pac-12 um, would be a likely fit because they usually try to pair up the teams. And I know Utah's already in there, but kind of Utah and Colorado are are, are paired together. Unless they unless you know Colorado State somehow got into the Pac-12, but I think if, if that State? happened, I I don't see Boise State ever getting in a Power Five league. I just don't. Hmm, okay. I, they, they've been tremendous in football, but I just think their overall athletic programs are not strong enough. Um, obviously, they've you know been an unbelievable football team, but and I know football carries a lot of weight, but I just don't. Uh, when I talk to people about Boise, I, I just don't get a, a good feedback. But again. You know, if you've got the Big Ten at 16, you've got the SEC at 16, you've got the Pac-12 trying to get to 16, you've got the ACC and Big 12 fighting for survival, then, hey, anything goes. Then we could have four conferences with 16 schools, another conference with or 12 or 14. And then, yes, yeah, certainly a Boise State or something like that could get added. But I'm just saying that the first, the first team chosen, if you will, I think will be – of the non-power five, I think would be UConn, um, and then after that, probably probably a, um, a Cincinnati. Or if UCF keeps doing what they're doing, uh, they would have a shot. The problem for them is their most likely leagues, the ACC and the SEC, already have Florida schools, and those Florida schools do not want another Florida school in those leagues. Hmm. So you know, we could go on for days about every different scenario. But and bottom we will. line is for for <laughs> BYU to get in a power five league, they need more movement. The more movement there is, the better chance they have to get in somewhere. 
Brett McMurphy, ESPN College Football Insider, a man who is merely the messenger, people. Go easy on him <laughs> on Twitter. We appreciate the insight. Great stuff. And uh, I, I do want to ask you one last thing is 39 bowl games this year, 40 next year. Is it too many? Is that too many bowl games? I've, I've gone back and forth on this. I used to think it is, and now I think, you know, it's not that bad. I mean, people rec, re, you know, recognize recognize it for what it is, and it's basically just a, a game between two teams to reward teams for going 6-6 six and six or 5-7. and seven. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. You, know, just, just, <laughs> you, you don't have to watch the game. You can turn the channel. Um, you know, it's, it, but it's going to get to a point, you know, we're going to have five and seven teams playing in bowl games. Maybe this year we've already got two teams, uh, UNLV and Idaho, although I don't know if they would have got bowl eligible. They're ineligible because of the APR. Mm-hmm. There may be a couple other um, you know, it's the the you know the industry will determine how many bowls will survive, and it's gonna. I think what's gonna be more interesting is, is how those bowls that were New Year's Day bowls in the past that are not part of the, the college football playoffs and the six bowls that will rotate the semifinals will be how those bowls will be viewed because all of a sudden they're not such a big deal. They're kind of like the the NIT, if you will, to the to the, the the big playoff, but um, if if forty works, we'll see forty one or forty two. I mean, who knows? I mean, BYU may create a bowl. I mean, you, you may laugh <laughs> about that, but all it takes now to create a bowl, I'm dead serious, is you need two conferences or two teams that are locked in. If you're an independent, obviously, and you basically need um, a, a community that will put the game on, and then you have to go get a TV network. So there could be a BYU bowl. At one, at one day, kind of like Hawaii goes to the Hawaii Bowl. Um, you know, it could be a similar situation. Who knows? Brett McMurphy, ESPN College Football Insider. Great stuff. We appreciate the insights. And uh, we watched your daughter Chesney in that Sports Center hit this morning, nine years old. I'm not kidding. Her delivery is better than some of the professionals who have college degrees that I've worked with in the business. It's better than mine. <laughs> hey, she's better than me, and that's how she got on. I told them. I, I, I explained to him, because she has a peanut allergy, I wanted to do this note about Northwestern having a, a peanut-free allergy game. Yeah. And the last thing I told my producer was, I know I sound like a dad, but she's better on TV than I am. And he's like, okay, fine, we'll have her on. She'll do like five segments. So my hope is that she will get hired soon. <laughs> uh, I know her agent, and then I can retire. So. But thanks, I appreciate Boom. that. Oh, that is fantastic. Brett, thanks for the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Brett. Anytime, thanks. Wow. I mean, that, that was... Uh, he, he's a straight shooter. He tells it how it is. He's not a BYU guy. But BYU on the outside right now. The more movement, the better for BYU. We'll, we'll rehash that coming up. So Lots much to, to digest. About. So much to digest Woo! from that interview. I'm sweating. Someone get me a towel. <laughs> what a first half an hour. First 35 minutes, for that matter, we've had on BYU Sports Nation. We'll recap the top moments... From our interviews with Mike Oresco and Brett McMurphy next, this is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan trying to wrap our minds around what just happened with ESPN College Football Insider Brett McMurphy and the downright honesty, straightforwardness he was, or that he ex- explained in regards to BYU and where they fit in in college football. Just really good stuff. That's the big question right now as the college football meetings are happening is, where does BYU fit in? Tom Homel is there. 
to lobby BYU's cause, to try and get them on the inside of the fence. The, right now they're out, according to Brett McMurphy, and that, I share that same opinion, that BYU is out. And when talking to him about conference realignment, I'm expecting Brett to say, yeah, BYU is one of the first teams in expansion. He did not say that. He did not say that. He thinks that maybe the Pac-12 at some point, he thinks the Big 12 will be picked from for the Big 10 uh, and other conferences. It's going to get interesting. We know that realignment's going to happen again. You know it's going this to happen again. This is intriguing again. because a lot of people are like, oh, BYU and Boise State, those are, those are the easy he inclusions. He said he doesn't see Boise State being picked Ever. up. Ever. Ever. Wow. And he listed UConn, first. Cincinnati, and Central Florida As all, the first three. all before BYU was even mentioned. He didn't even say BYU. BYU's isolated geographically. Like, it's Pac-12... If the Big 12 survived, maybe, yeah. in his opinion. Brett McMurphy, McMurphy of ESPN just joined us. A lot to digest wow. there. And two great guests to break it down. Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American, breaking it down on the bowl game, and ESPN's Brett McMurphy, both live from Dallas. Let's reset some things. BYU football will play an American Athletic Conference team in the newly formed Miami Beach Bowl at Marlins Park in December. The news broke with us here on BYU Sports Nation at about five minutes past the hour. It is official. So the athletics department confirming that the Cougars are headed to South Beach over the holidays. Dates discussed December 20th, December 23rd. Uh, Yeah, Mike Oresco mentioned 20th and 22nd. Yeah, That's a Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Now, as far as the opponent... Uh, the commissioner of the AAC, Mike Oresco, joined us at the top of the show and, and talked about how there's, you know, it's all kind of just a fluid situation. We'll see what, yeah, they haven't locked in like the champion or the second team. And Brett McMurphy mentioned he thinks it depends on how BYU does. Yeah. Let's listen to that uh, Mike Oresco soundbite on the flexibility of this bowl game. Potentially could have the champion in the Liberty Bowl. But other than that, we have pretty much wide scope. Now, from, from two through six, we have almost complete flexibility as to where we want to put a team with the caveat that uh, we do have a, a backup arrangement with the Liberty Bowl that if we are in that game and we would be playing either Big 12 or SEC, they could potentially have our, our number two team. I don't want to get into too much detail. Sure. You know, it's probably inside, inside baseball for some of the fans, but <laughs> the point is we have the ability to send a really good team to Miami Beach, and that's what our intention is. We want BYU to have a really good opponent. Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, joining us at the top of the show on the flexibility of who the opponent will be for BYU in the inaugural Miami Beach Bowl. The opponent, according to ESPN College Football Insider Brett McMurphy, may depend on how well BYU does this season. He said if they're 10-2, and two, they're going to get a top-tier AAC team. He feels like if they're floating around 500, then it's not going to be that juicy of a matchup. But does that not make sense? BYU's ten and two, which I feel like they very well could be going into the bowl season. If they're nine and three, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, With this schedule I, ten Come and on. two. I I feel like BYU wins ten football games this year. I just do. And Mike Oresco told us that uh, they will try and avoid a rematch. Of course, so so cent- no UConn, Central Florida, Houston are likely near the top yeah. of that. Connecticut uh, struggled last year, just three and nine. So who are the teams that BYU could play that would be a top-tier team if they have a good season that are not UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, that's it. or UConn? It's basically I mean, just Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. If you're avoiding Central Florida. Maybe Tulsa or SMU. Maybe. If they have I, like a... Those are not sexy. I'll tell you that right now. A surprising season. Cincinnati is, be- is better than SMU in that. But you know what? I like the fact that it's in Miami. And I asked Brett McMurphy, is this one of the better locations for for BYU. He said, yes. Uh, 
of all the bowls out there that BYU can get in, this is one of the best bowls that BYU can get in. Would you rather go to the Vegas? Would you rather go to the Fight Hunger Bowl again? No. I mean, this is different. It's unique. It's exciting. It's in a different part of the country. BYU's only played five games all time in the state of Florida. It's good. I like, I like it. You knew we were going to go there with Brett McMurphy in terms of where BYU is fitting into this whole changing uh, craze, this landscape movement. That and is... nothing's really changed. But we're always, it feels like, on the fringe of change. Well, well it is. I mean, it's, there's, no, there's no solid fit to college football right now because everybody was looking for the bigger, better deal. They, they want bigger and better and more money. It's, a, it's almost really awkward. I feel like college football is like, uh, like a dance where you don't, you don't go with a date, but you're looking for like the hottest girl that you want to date with. Uh, and BYU is there and trying to find someone that wants to dance with them. And I think the Miami Beach Bowl is good. And in terms of the future for BYU, still looking. Yes. Movement and conference expansion is a good thing for BYU. Here's Brett McMurphy. There could be other factors that change the whole dynamic on the board where all of a sudden if the Big 12 wanted to go east, but now all of a sudden the Big Ten's up to 16, the SEC's up to 16, and now they're like, you know, hey, we've got to get more teams or we're going to dissolve, or the Pac-12 is going to grab some teams and go to the Pac-16, then all of a sudden, you know, well, we didn't want BYU back in, but now we really need them to help us out. BYU right now, they have work to do. They do. Just win. Just win they right now. They need to win. Just win. win now. You need to win double-digit and get ranked. Four AAC games for BYU on the schedule next year, including the bowl game. How do you feel about that? And what do you think about the new Spider-Man 2.2 movie? We discuss all of that in Big Deal, No Deal next. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing for your business needs. What a show today, and later this week, we keep it rolling. Tomorrow, Jamal Williams and Eric Mika. You may have heard of them. <laughs> and then Friday, we're excited to talk to Jordan Leslie, the UTEP transfer with 2015 career receiving yards. He's excited to be here this fall. Another one of those graduate transfers for BYU. He'll join the program Friday. Time to go fast, go hard with one of my favorite segments. Big deal. No deal. National processing sponsorship of Big Deal, No Deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Let's get it rolling. Number one. Big deal, no deal. Bowling in South Beach. Big deal. I love it. It's new. BYU goes to Florida. They've only been there five times previously. They'll go there twice this year, uh, including the Central Florida game and the bowl game in Miami. I love the location. I think it's uh, an exciting uh, new adventure for this BYU football program. I'll go no deal. The PBA is not something that I watch on ESPN or ESPN2 very often. I'm de- Oh the oh the bowl game yeah big deal BYU in the Miami Beach Bowl is exciting because if if, if countdown to kickoff can be there fantastic baby <laughs> number two big deal no deal playing four games against the AAC teams uh, I'm gonna say no deal uh, the the schedule's worked out I think BYU has high quality opponents in the AAC outside of UConn Houston Central and Florida Central Florida won a BCS they're, game. they're good teams they they have they're respectable programs so I I think that people that are like oh they might as well just be in the conference no they're they're playing good teams not, at least not yet they're playing good teams in the AAC so I say I say no deal 
I'll say big deal because I think you need to fill the schedule with good teams like that. I like that Central Florida, Central Florida ends up being probably your second toughest game on the schedule to at Texas. And then Houston, that was BYU's best overall game in terms of just entertainment value last year. I mentioned that to Daniel Sorensen one time and he was like, Ugh. like the stress in his face if we gave up 46. What the heck, man? So I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go big deal. You want Texas, Boise State, and then if you can fill it in with, with Central Florida and Houston, that's good. You think Central Florida's a tougher game than at Boise State? Yes. Wow. They won a BCS game last I know, year. I know. Boise State got a new head coach. Maybe given BYU's track record in Florida, you're right. BYU 0-5 all-time in the state of Florida, by the way. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Brett McMurphy, BYU not one of the top teams considered an expansion. Uh, can I raise this to a ginormous deal? Like, That's the most alarming thing I heard today on the show. Wow. You, you want to be included with the big boys. You just do. And this is, feels like they are. This is one of ESPN's top guys. He knows what's going on. He has a great grasp of the college football landscape. And right now, BYU is behind teams like UConn, Cincinnati, and Central Florida in terms of being included. I know, right? Well, it's an, it's an athletics. It's an overall athletics program. And right now, BYU is... Considered, but below those teams, according to Brett McMurphy. Big deal. Why can't it just be football consideration? Like, why does it have to be the whole athletic program? And if it's the whole athletic program, don't tell me that Central Florida and Cincinnati have better programs than BYU. That is not the case when you look at all the sports. However, it's geographical. BYU's way out west. Mm. If BYU was back east, they'd be picked up. They would. Next. Big deal, no deal. Spider-Man 2.2 comes out on Friday. Oh, no deal. <laughs> How many Spider-Man movies are they going to make? No deal. <laughs> no deal. Uh, no deal, but I will go see it hopefully <laughs> Friday afternoon. You're such a Marvel junkie. I love, yeah. I just, are there people that stop, don't like the Marvel movies? Stop, stop making a billion movies. No, keep it going. <laughs> stop. Big deal. <laughs> you just said no deal. <laughs> no, big deal to keep making Marvel movies. <laughs> Okay. You don't want Avengers 2 next summer? Are you crazy? Hey, when is the number one team in the nation actually number two? Are you huh? nuts? Find out in the whip around next. No, I am sane. This is BYU Sports Nation. Avengers, baby! BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. A loaded Tuesday show. Woo! I can't believe that we're already at the end of the show. We learned a lot today. What Good time grief. is it? 10.54? That is right. Time for the Cougar Whip Around. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's Volleyball. Yesterday, the ABCA released the newest top 10 poll. Guess who's numero uno? Brigham! BYU goes into the NCAA tournament ranked number one. However, Loyola is the number one seed. Nobody says Brigham. Baseball. I do, man. <laughs> and I actually love it. It's the University Parkway Collision tonight as the BYU Cougars travel all of five minutes and 38 seconds up the parkway to face the Utah Valley University Wolverines. Football. Zach Nyborg, the cyborg, named BYU Director of Football Operations, taking over for Dwayne Busby, who retired. Nyborg leaves Wisconsin and Gary Anderson for Provo. But he worked uh, for Gary Anderson at Utah State and Logan as well. He's actually finishing a master's degree up there. Got his undergrad at BYU. I actually met him at the Rose Bowl, by the way. Yeah. And speaking of college football, we are four months away. Countdown to Connecticut. 122. Exactly four months away. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Bring on yes. the Huskies, who yes. are number one in Brett McMurphy's expansion teams. 
Jamal Williams will join us on uh, the day that BYU is 121 days away from Connecticut. A manana. Tomorrow. Plus Eric Miku leaves on his mission in two weeks. Don't forget Jordan Leslie, another of those graduate transfers. UTEP receiver coming over to uh, help BYU's receiving core will be with us on Friday. Who gets our rise and shout today? I, it was, was, I'm going to go with Brett McMurphy. Dude, I thought that he was also great. Listen, he's like, don't shoot the messenger. He's the straight, straight shooter, though. I love that. I want to mention, you mentioned BYU in the state of Florida. The, BYU's uh, game against Central Florida and the bowl game will mark the sixth and seventh games BYU's ever played uh, in Florida. BYU lost the Tangerine Bowl in 76, Citrus in 85. Which is now the Oklahoma, Capital One Bowl, both of those games. Oklahoma State, Ohio State, at Miami in 88, the Pigskin Classic against Florida State in 91, and at Florida State in 2010. 0-5. But F- Central Florida and possibly Cincinnati or something, not as hard. So BYU's never won in Florida. I think that's going to change this year. One, hopefully two wins. It'd be great to be 2-5 and five in Florida at the it end would, of the season. No, it'd be 2-0 and oh this year. That's what it would oh say. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the the Sunshine State woes, you mentioned the, the Tangerine Bowl and the Citrus Bowl, that is the Capital One Bowl. Can you imagine BYU playing in the Capital One That'd Bowl now? That'd be legit. Oh, and we should mention, with the Miami Beach Bowl announcement, BYU now knows three of its six games the next six years. Poinsettia Bowl twice. Poinsettia Bowl 16 and 18, and now you add the Miami Beach Bowl. LeBron James, what's up? We're coming. I love the destinations. And then the Bahama Bowl. We yeah, just need to... We need to get Tom Homo on the call phone immediately. USA. He said, Mike Oresco, the commissioner, said, have Tom call me. Countdown to kickoff live from the Bahamas <laughs> in 2019. What? B- BYU headed to South Beach, announced officially at five minutes after the hour here on BYU Sports Nation. It has been a loaded show with Brett McMurphy, ESPN College Football Insider. You can listen to the show on demand uh, at BYUSportsNation.com later this afternoon. Yeah, thanks to our guest. You mentioned Brett McMurphy, Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the AAC, and everyone for weighing in on Twitter as well. As I mentioned, episodes of the show on demand, BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon, and on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Matt Bellini. Yeah. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow. We know why.